0: If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. Welcome to Frank and Beans, everyone.
1: Frank and Beans, the Sex and Relationship Podcast.
0: Where I am Beth.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And we are still in the middle of the end of the world.
1: Uh, day 57 of quarantine. <laughs>
0: God,
1: this sucks.
0: Oh my god, I feel like uh, Tom Hanks in, uh, what's the one where he is Wilson the football?
1: Yeah, uh, Castaway.
0: Yeah, I literally feel like Castaway right now.
1: It's awful.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my yard looks amazing, though, so there is that.
1: You know, and I i, I was just telling you about this, but yeah, I, I uh, signed up to foster a little puppy dog.
0: Oh,
1: So maybe that'll keep me a little occupied during the... Quarantine.
0: Well, yeah, and not only that, but like good karma building.
1: Oh sure, yeah, After I need that. Little
0: puppy just needed a little home.
1: Yeah, something a little to Uncle do. Uncle something Brian, to, play to take with. him
0: home. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Until he moves to North Carolina, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Brian, what's stopping you? Come on, it's At 30 degrees point... there. It's disgusting. Oh, Cause...
1: that was that was horrible. I sent you that picture of like. The icicles on the street signs and it's like oh my god
0: yeah while it's How like 70 is- and sunny every day here it's oh. like amazing that's why i've been able to get so much damn yard work done like i've mulched the entire like perimeter of the house i built my garden yesterday like mm. seeded the grass like i mean it looks so good oh and then today i did three of my little pavement steps like i'm building a little walkway out to the okay. backyard Mm-hmm. And, I, and I got the start of that done, so. Nice. It's been so productive. Yeah, not me. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'm drinking less. I'm just saving more money by not going to the bar.
1: That's very true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of a sudden, I have money left. And I'm like, where did this come from?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, when you're
1: not spending $60 at the bar four times a week.
0: Yeah. My neighbors mm. did just tell me, though, that. They were saying that there's supposed to be, like, a mandatory two-week, like, not even leaving the house, get what you need for two weeks thing. I
1: I think that's smart. I wish we would do that and just stop this, like, oh, we're on a don't-leave-your-home order for the next 30 days. Well, what does that mean? It means you can leave your home. You know, maybe if we just kind of sat in our houses for two weeks, like... Maybe the shit would go away, maybe everything would be better on the, on the tail end, and it's two weeks.
0: I mean, at least, like, the people who had it would be identified and pulled aside at the hospital by then, you know? Right. But I don't know, Something. then you still have healthcare workers who are exposed to it, who then go home.
1: Well, but my thing is, like, fast food. Fast food places have to be passing this along more than anybody right now. I see that, you know, the guy in the drive-thru, he's taking my card. He's wearing gloves. Great. But how many cards is he touching? And how many times did he touch his face when he touched these credit cards?
0: And the mail. It was so funny. Like, I got an email from my boss that was like, okay, guys, new procedure. When you get the mail or you take a check, you have to go put the gloves on, and then you can process the thing, and then you take the gloves off, and you throw the gloves away. And, like, it's like. (laughs) like,
1: uh, (laughs) I know how to wear gloves. (laughs)
0: One <laughs> that's well, like, stupid.
1: <laughs> I'm like
0: this is getting a little silly at this point. <laughs> like, and then so now every time we touch anything in the office, like, me we're so like, oh, forgot my gloves. Oh, forgot my gloves. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like so silly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, know, I realize that it's very sad and it's not like anything to joke about. But if people could just stop being fucking stupid, like, I know I'm not spreading it. I have. Done nothing but go to work and go home. Yeah. Like I put that meme up the other day. It was like Dennis the Menace, and he was like, Can we go to a restaurant? I'm sick of eating groceries. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> literally me right now. So hard. <laughs> right. I just want someone else to make me food. Like usual. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So Anyhow. last episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it the April Fool's episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can say that now. Yeah. I don't no think many can. people, like, finished it and actually, like, you know, you had um, that one person you were talking to, I had the other one who does the podcast, and, oh, I'm so happy for you. And it's like, did you finish the episode, though? Uh,
0: right. Yeah. I felt, I almost <laughs> felt bad, because people were like, oh. So, anyway, if you didn't listen to it, it was, uh, the topic was falling in love with your best friend, and Brian and I... Played a little trick on the audience because it was released on April Fool's Day. Where we said that, oh, we've fallen in love, we're together now, blah, blah. blah. Went through the whole episode with the reveal finally at the end, but we feel like some people didn't listen to it all the way through. Right. <laughs> so, to <laughs> so, so clear the air, we are not together. It was a joke. We're sorry if. Your feelings were hurt by that. So, <laughs> but, but that just means it was a pretty good fucking trick.
1: Right. Yeah. We got him. We got yep. him.
0: Hell yeah. Pranksters. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you love that Franksters? episode, Franksters. Yeah. Well, put it in the <laughs> Uh But if you loved that episode, if you loved all the episodes that you've heard so far, You can become a sponsor on our Patreon, uh, which is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Frank and Beans. The words Frank and Beans all spelled out. And for a number of different tiers of sponsorship, you can get all kinds of different Frank and Beans swag.
1: Absolutely. Including a beer crack in your honor.
0: Oh, yeah. Brian Mm. is also making T-shirts right now. Yeah, for sure. Which I can confirm are great, because I did get mine for my birthday. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Very exciting stuff. Um, also, if you love the show, then you can leave us a nice review, which we really appreciate more than you know, because it helps uh, every time we get a five-star review. It helps for other people to see the show. So uh, Yeah, it us-
1: kind of boosts it in the, in the rankings or whatnot, and helps us to expose it to other people, so...
0: Right. So maybe the love of your life is out there needing great relationship advice to find you. Mm-hmm. So if you leave us a review, your chances of finding them are just going to be that much better. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but if you do have any specific questions, concerns, show ideas, anything, you can also email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. That is the letters FrankNovemberBravo at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: we're waiting to hear from you
0: (laughs) call now
1: (laughs) we're lonely waiting for your email
0: oh we're so lonely right now (laughs) (laughs) fucking coronavirus i know i just want to go to the bars (laughs) anyway what are we talking about today brian
1: Let's talk about uh, euphemisms for sex.
0: Because we can all use a good laugh now that we're, like, deep in the middle of depression era of Oh,
1: abso- absolutely.
0: Quarantine, yeah. Yeah, I think it's starting to get to that point where people are starting to crack. So I was like, we need a good, fun, funny episode. Oh, that's good thinking. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we don't need to depress them with normal relationship talk
0: exactly (laughs) and of course you know because this is an edutainment podcast Mm -hmm. it's not only going to be informative but it will also be funny so yeah yeah so we're gonna keep your little brain cells working (laughs) while you're away from work
1: oh that's good thinking too Mm -hmm. man this is the podcast for everybody
0: yeah yeah so euphemisms, if you don't know what that is, are an expression or word substituted for one considered too harsh or blunt when referring to something unpleasant or embarrassing. Hmm. They are words or phrases that say one thing when we all really know it means something else. Slang, if you will, like kick the bucket or buying the farm for dying.
1: Makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So sexual euphemisms... Aren't a new part of our language. Did you know that, Beth?
0: I did know that.
1: <laughs> so, for instance, the word fuck is actually one of the oldest euphemisms and dates back to 1508.
0: So crazy. I did kind of know that, though, already.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what, what was interesting to me, the word came from the Latin words meaning to strike or to fist. Whoa. <laughs> according to Green's Dictionary. Uh, the F word was integrated into English literature as a replacement for the word swive. Yeah. Swive?
0: swive.
1: Swive. Which was the first genuinely obscene word for sex.
0: Let's bring back swive.
1: I like swive.
0: Like swive you. Swive you, Mother fucker. Mother swiver.
1: Swiver. <laughs> I don't
0: know, fuck, just is an easier ring to it for me, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Probably because I say it so often.
1: I wonder what swive means. I mean not like no we know what it means but hmm I might look this up real quick swive.
0: All right. Uh well, in the meantime, uh euphemisms were designed to circumvent the societal restrictions on dirty talk. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, especially back in the day, like it was all super um mostly generated from the Middle Ages where people were super conservative Christians who believed talking about sex was blasphemous, which, okay, not all that much has changed today. Right. You know. But I think it was even more so back then because what was I just watching? It was something about, um, oh, it's like BuzzFeed ruins history or whatever. It's oh, super yeah. funny on Amazon, those two guys. Um, but uh, they were talking about like how like brutal it was like if you know like adultery they would like cut your head off and it's like whoa like they were (laughs) so serious about punishment back then so yeah no doubt i think (coughs) using euphemisms was uh a little bit more about life or death back then so serious Mm
1: -hmm. so let's see um euphemisms tend to lead to be i'm sorry tend to be topical and current though Which is why many of the old-timey phrases that started the phenomenon don't make any sense to us in today's world.
0: Yes. What's your favorite one, just off the cuff, Brad?
1: Oh, I like banging. Yeah. Banging's probably my favorite. Um, I was trying to go through here a little bit and. I mean, I'm gonna stick with so many, so many, so many. We probably won't cover all of them, so.
0: Yeah. We should probably decide what the coolest one is and then uh, label the episode that one.
1: I like it. Corona.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry, audience. You cannot get the Rona through podcast. That has been confirmed. hmm Okay. So, you know, some famous historical examples that... Uh, I thought were very interesting. Number one being making the beast with two backs.
1: And I like that.
0: <laughs> it's like it sounds kind of silly, but like back then they're like, I can just imagine people being like, Whoa, "Thou hast making the beast with two backs." <laughs> it's like right. all like like the way we say dirty stuff now. Um, but <laughs> it became famous actually from a character named Lago using the term in Shakespeare's famous work Othello. Okay. So Shakespeare was a perv.
1: <laughs> I like that, though. Making the Beast with two backs.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm using that one. <laughs> this next one I like a lot. I like um, this
0: one more than, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Giving someone a green gown.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take it easy there, guy. It um, comes from the 1300s, and it means having sex with someone in the grass around a hillside. <laughs> grass stains
0: i mean yeah it's clever and it's not too gross sounding which is what i like about. Like, right giving you know,
1: someone a green gown
0: like when we were talking about the songs about fucking and how like anything with like cream just makes me fucking like nauseous like right. this is very like this is the very opposite of that it's like it's, yeah um oh god this one is
1: this one is nauseous this nauseating. one is gross yeah <laughs>
0: making feet for children's stockings what so <laughs> uh, it is very 1780s uh it's just a <laughs> just a creepy way of saying baby making but uh yeah, yeah so 1780s making feet for children's stockings <laughs> uh, ew
1: no It
0: ew. <laughs> makes me think about pregnancy which is just not a turn on at all
1: no not <laughs> one bit <clears throat> Mention children in any of it, and that's
0: right. And I'm like, nope, (laughs)
1: nope. Next one is play nug a nug. (laughs)
0: Like, what does that
1: mean? (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. Right? N u g a n u g nug a nug nug a nug. Nug -nug. (laughs) I've been playing a lot of Sims 4 lately, (laughs) and and they have their own like their own language. I think it's called Simlish. And that sounds like something that would come out of Sims. <laughs>
0: oh my God, you're such a nerd sometimes. It yeah, is I know. So incredible. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. i been playing a of Sims 4 lately, as opposed to normally. <laughs> like right. This. Well,
1: you know, in the in the quarantine, I need social interaction. So ah, good point. I, I, yeah, I make my sim go socially interact, and I'm corona free.
0: I've just been like talking to my neighbors more, which. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you'll do. You're a person. <laughs> You're a person. You're fine. You've got a heartbeat. <clears throat> yeah.
1: So anyway, um, playing Nug-a-Nug, <laughs> <laughs> the real meaning of Nug has been lost in history, but it essentially translates to playing something or other.
0: Playing something or other.
1: Playing something or other, which is probably another <laughs> euphemism.
0: Oh, uh, hey oh. Laying nugget if you know what I mean. Nugget <laughs> No, I don't know what you mean. No one knows no. what it means. It's been lost nope, in it's history. Lost in history. <laughs> Nobody knows what you mean. It's not going in the fractionary because we don't. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh ride below the crupper, which is from the 1570s, and a crupper is a piece of horse tack. That keeps its tail erect. So, okay. this one refers to anal sex, or at the very least, doggy style. Hmm. Or I will go on record saying horsey style.
1: Horsey style.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ride below the crupper. That's Ride you know below I mean. the
1: crupper. I don't know what you mean.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, is that that horsey style I've heard so much about?
1: Right. So
0: 1570s. (laughs) We'll leave it there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next one we have is labor the leather.
0: This one's kind of like, hey oh.
1: All right. Whoa.
0: Um,
1: So 1500s to 1600s, leather needs a great deal of manipulation to soften, smooth, and maintain it.
0: All right. Foreplay. That's what's up. Right. You got to
1: soften, smooth it, and then maintain it. Um. So this was the do it all night long of the 16th century. <laughs> labor yeah, that girl, letter. I'm
0: gonna lab- labor that leather all <laughs> night.
1: You got some leather for me to labor?
0: Right. I got you. Right. Ooh, I'm gonna labor that leather. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this one is. <laughs> yeah. This is one of my favorites from the olden days. Uh, It is, have your corn ground, which is not what you think. Uh, (laughs) This is from 1800 to 1810. It refers to the method of grounding corn where it's repeatedly pounded with stone. Pounded. So, contrary to what you might think, initially, the corn is the lady. Oh. Yeah,
1: because...
0: Having your corn ground, it's not like the corn cob. Everyone's thinking cob, right? No. Oh, I was. Right. But having your corn ground, like, ground when you ground, grind the corn, when they ground the corn,
1: mm-hmm. they,
0: like, did it with a stone when it's off the cob.
1: <laughs> makes sense.
0: Yeah. So it's, like, having your corn ground does not mean, like, it's there's no, like... Uh, male on male sex about it or anal or anything. This is like having your corn ground. Is like oh yeah, I'm gonna get that girl.
1: Gotcha. <coughs> it's
0: mm. like going to Pound Town on today having your corn. Yeah, I ground. was gonna
1: say like yeah the uh, pounding, pounding corn, grinding corn.
0: Interesting. Yeah. It's just funny because you always think corn cob. So
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. See, next one is make butter with one's tail. <laughs> That was to make butter with one's tail
0: yeah imagine seeing that with a straight face <laughs>
1: <laughs> right this comes from the 1590s so churning butter takes a lot of vigorous circular movements
0: oh yeah yeah this is like what frat boys were using back in the 1500s <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i'm gonna make butter with one's tail <laughs> Also, oh, did boy. humans have tails back then? What's going on with that? I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Was was, it... was
1: tail a euphemism for a dick, or...
0: This was 600 years ago, so...
1: Right. They were dumb back then.
0: Or 400 years ago. God, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I can do math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, this next one is so weird. Uh, we can thank our friend william shakespeare again for this one Hmm. everyone's favorite literary pervert um (laughs) (laughs) it is grope for trout in a peculiar river
1: Hmm.
0: this is from the early 1600s and this is found in his lesser known work measure for measure this one is a tip of the hatch to finger banging
1: my goodness groping for for trout
0: in a peculiar river
1: did Shakespeare like ever see a vagina in his life?
0: I don't know.
1: Uh, if he describes a vagina as a peculiar river, I don't think he's ready for it.
0: Well, I think groping for trial probably has something to do with maybe women's feminine hygiene was not
1: oh, what it is today. You said it.
0: I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is fair. God. Yeah. Ugh, Shakespeare.
0: Right. What a weirdo.
1: I like this one. Mm-hmm. Take a turn at Bushy Park. <laughs> it sounds like a, a an ad for like a amusement park.
0: Right, or like a like a, a Chamber of Commerce. Uh welcome <laughs> to <laughs> <Like>.
1: <laughs> Why don't you come take a turn down at the Bushy Park? Right. So Bushy Park is an actual park in London. Where men went to solicit prostitutes or have illicit encounters. Back in, in back page of the eighteen hundreds.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, all right, Bushy Park. Also, Bushy Park just already sounds like a euphemism. Right. Turns out it's a real place.
1: It's a real place, which so may like- or may not be named after a bushy vagina.
0: Uh, right. Yeah. Like they're like, <laughs> okay, guys, where are we going to do all the illicit sex and solicit prostitutes? All in favor of Bushy Park. I think we're all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. Absolutely. Um. Okay. So St. George is another euphemism from the 1800s, believe it or not.
1: No creativity at all. And
0: no creativity at all. But St. George supposedly rode a dragon. So it was like the cowgirl of the 1800s. Okay. Which I don't think we're honoring that man's name properly. (laughs) You think if he knew that, like the cow, it's called cowgirl now? Right. He would feel good about that.
1: Hmm. No. No. No, he didn't want to go, like he sounds kind of badass, like he wrote a dragon, for fuck's sake. Right.
0: To
1: to be renamed cowgirl. I don't think he'd be happy. Not one bit. No. Oh, next is uh, making (laughs) whoopee.
0: I feel like you have to say it with a 1920s accent. I'm making a whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> like... Making
1: whoopee, see? <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, it comes out of the 1920s. Um, so yeah, prohibition.
0: Mm-hmm. They were
1: probably dealing with times like we were dealing. We we're probably going to come up with some stupid names for sex.
0: <laughs> yeah, because uh, everyone's I, bored. They better get some creativity out of this shit.
1: Right. I feel like the next euphemism is going to have to do with like Tiger King and. <laughs> you know it has to
0: right like feeding your husband to the tiger
1: (laughs) put it to the fractionary
0: yeah that's the name of this
1: show feeding your husband to the tigers Uh, (laughs) so good so anyway making whoopee was very edgy and obviously sexual at the time
0: so it's like getting jiggy with it all this time
1: absolutely mm, Making
0: it movie with that? no 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 <laughs> <laughs> i don't know oh the 1920s were weird oh that was 100 years ago that's weird yeah uh anyway um <laughs> I, I love this one horizontal refreshment <laughs> oh and this is the 1860s and uh it was one of the only terms at the time that wouldn't result in a lady slapping you with her glove and saying, fresh, <laughs> like, horis- <laughs> are you, would you like to go for a little horizontal refreshment, my lady? <laughs> like, oh. Doesn't sound too bad. I get that. No,
1: no, it's a lot better than saying, hey, would you like to take a turn at the bushy park?
0: Right. Or like, I'm going to grow up the trout from a strange <laughs> river or whatever it was. Like,
1: That will still get you slapped in 2020. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And saying fresh—that's interesting.
0: Uh, no, that, that was just my joke on that one. Oh, like, gotcha. You know. You gotcha. <laughs> like, <laughs> <clears throat> anyway,
1: I'm a fan of horizontal refreshment.
0: Yeah, I like horizontal refreshment. Uh, that's a, see, that now. sounds one that, like it seems like you could still use it today.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely. The only
0: one out of those.
1: I would I would say that n- nowadays a horizontal refreshment might be like Fireball.
0: No, All good decisions
1: happen with Fireball, you know what I mean?
0: I mean that's more like cartwheel refreshment for me because that's like how I end up if I just start drinking Fireball.
1: Uh, but yeah, horizontal refreshment sounds like a drink that you would have to get in the mood.
0: Right? It's like it's like some uh, CBD infused fucking like calorie free <laughs> alcoholic beverage.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: Oh, Don't call it
1: Spanish Fly.
0: Oh God. <laughs>
1: all right next and least last not least a bit of the how's your father <laughs>
0: <laughs> i could not find any sort of origin on how this like came up but yeah that's
1: interesting like
0: if someone was like a oh, how about a bit of your how's your father i'd be like oh you want to skype henry i wonder what he's up to actually i don't he's already scammed me three times today so (laughs) yeah my mom
1: my mom texted me today she never does that yeah she was like genuinely asking how i'm doing and i'm like "Uh, what have you heard Have you been? Have you been uh, spying on my Facebook?
0: Right. Because
1: mm. she never texts me, and it's almost worrisome when she does text me.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And especially asking how I'm doing. That those three things never happen.
0: Oh, so yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Not like my parents were like, "We're bored. We're bored. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: Pay attention to me three
0: times a day." <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Anyway, um, now in today's day and age, talking about sex has become somewhat less taboo.
1: We have a whole podcast on it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which I think our podcast is still probably still a little taboo, but um, we use euphemisms for sex seemingly more for fun and less out of necessity than they did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, they've become more a slang for coloring up our vocabulary. Rather than hiding the actual act itself using language. Makes sense. Yeah. But you know what? Saying things like having intercourse or fornicating, it just seems too clinical right? awkward to say.
1: Right. You know, especially like, Madame, would you like some cunnilingus? Right. No, nobody wants to say that.
0: Thank you for dinner. Would you like to come inside for some intercourse? <laughs>
1: No, thank you.
0: Right. Well, Brian, what we did is went to fornicate town.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. No. (laughs) So because of all that. So, however, um, some people still use them as a way to reference sexual acts in front of crowds. Uh, They would rather not use such direct language in front of, such as children, parents, and other family members, Um, or other situations where being direct is not appropriate such as the workplace
0: Mm, yeah yeah
1: i mean i think you would still kind of like boil it down to just saying like sex but sex is kind of a euphemism right no no
0: no no that's the actual it's not as nerdy (laughs) as saying
1: having intercourse i intercourse my wife last night
0: right that's just so it almost sounds more awkward
1: it does and just like so proper, just like missionary sex the whole entire time. No eye contact because uh, yeah. God's watching.
0: Yes, that's what no. fornicating is.
1: Right. Or intercourse, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's nothing fun about intercourse. Mm-mm. There's no one enjoys fornicating. No. <laughs> it's like, no. Fornicating
1: yeah. sounds like it's it's solely for procreating.
0: Right, exactly. Ugh. Ugh. So we've compiled a list of today's favorites. And we'll start with, you know, the basics. Like, mm-hmm. one that I would say I would say often is doing it. Yeah. I mean. That's a good one. Everyone knows what it is.
1: Everyone does.
0: When you're doing it, it's sex.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It can be nothing else. Yeah. Um. Also, getting busy. Getting laid. Getting lucky. Getting some. Getting it.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't. Good add on, Bri. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. know well, what it is. Those
0: are all kind of the same category, I feel like. Yeah. Getting yeah. some. Yeah. So, you know, uh, the old in, out, and out, which is from the Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: A bit of the old in, out, and
0: out. Yeah. I use the emojis for that the uh, OK fingers and then the pointing finger. Yeah. <laughs> that's how i do the old in out and out in emoji form
1: (laughs) emoji porn Mm -hmm. see next is uh banging screwing smashing and shagging
0: yeah i think those are all kind of like the same category right
1: sure yeah you know makes sense to me
0: Mm -hmm. um then you got knocking boots which i wonder where that comes from
1: you know i I don't know um i was gonna say like maybe popular 90s r&b
0: yeah but you i mean like but who's having sex with their boots on in the 90s hmm and why are they knocking
1: why are they knocking
0: i know that is a 90s r&b song but
1: apparently luke bryant does one too but we know nothing about that right
0: i'm sure luke bryant does i'm sure it's fucking terrible (laughs)
1: <laughs> the phrase was supposedly uh, refers to old west, sexy times.
0: Oh, Okay, so this <laughs> one's pow- actually in the old timing one.
1: Yeah, when cowboys got with the ladies, they'd place their boots under the bed, <gasps> assuming the assuming action would knock the shoes together repeatedly, creating How noise. Funny. Yeah.
0: Who's bad? Have your boots been under? (laughs) (laughs) See. Oh man, and boots. How about it? I like that. We we all learned something today. Um.
1: (laughs) Yeah, edutainment.
0: Okay. Uh, Next, we've got tapping that ass.
1: Yeah, that's definitely got to come from '80s, '90s R and B. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Tap that ass is for sure like hood phrase.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna let you have the next one.
0: Oh yeah, this is my personal favorite boning. I say boning all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: no, it's a good one.
0: Mm-hmm. Boning, boning, because boners. The, I use the word boner like <laughs> at least seven times a day.
1: I never use it to like describe an erection, though. I always refer to boners as people. Like these fucking boners. <laughs> these fucking boners at work. You know what I mean? Like, oh,
0: know. not me. I only refer to erect penises exclusively as a boner. <laughs>
1: the next one we have uh, beavis and butthead to thank and it's scoring
0: we're gonna score <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god i love it um and then much like the getting category we have the doing doing mm-hmm. the dirty deed doing the nasty doing the wild thing yeah. I guess doing it as sort of in that. But I think doing it's more like its own thing.
1: These sure, all yeah. have
0: like an actual like, you know, other word at the end of it.
1: Right. The um, So, Hanky Panky as well.
0: <laughs> Hanky Panky feels a little old timey.
1: Yeah, it does. There was like an old song about that, right? I don't know. My baby does the. Oh, hanky yeah. That's like a like 50s yeah. way of saying it. <laughs> right. No
0: hanky panky, you two. <laughs> oh. It's like when your dad is sending you off on a date in mm-hmm. high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here is a uh, major Beth and Brian one going all the way or home run.
1: Home run. Now Which I'm sure is what, uh, yeah, what scoring comes from, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I guess so. I didn't think Probably. about that.
1: Rolling in the hay. Oh,
0: roll in the hay. Like, that probably (laughs) has old origins.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm thinking, like,
0: Midwest.
1: Yeah. Also, that sounds
0: so uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Hay is pretty, oof, no. Not very comfortable, but my favorite is in uh, Young Frankenstein. Did you ever see that movie?
0: No.
1: Oh, the uh, Mel Brooks movie? No. No. He gets in the back of, of a cart with this with this really hot girl, and he's like, how did, how did you fancy a roll in the hay? And the back of the cart is full with hay, so she just starts rolling in it.
0: <laughs> that sounds right <laughs> on brand with Mel Brooks. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my God. And this, I guess, could sort of, like, old-timey, but um, knowing someone in the biblical sense, <laughs> which <laughs> comes from the actual Bible verse... And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain. Gotcha. So knowing some so, of the like, biblical sense actually means like, yeah, I fucked her. Yeah, I know her in the biblical sense. <laughs> yeah, I know size. her. <laughs> oh, I know her. <laughs> Wink. Wink. Like Old Testament, know her. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Genesis.
1: Right. Wink. Garden of Eden, know her.
0: And in the beginning, know her. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: let's see. So now we get to move to the more colorful list, and uh, probably the more like more recent.
0: Mm-hmm. These are so now we're
1: up. To, now we're up to, up to date.
0: Now we're having fun with language,
1: right? Yeah, we've we've had five five hundred years to perfect euphemisms for intercourse,
0: right? The like the uh, the ones that you know that were like the basics were real like. You know, not very inspired. Like these next ones are like, like. Yeah, <laughs> they took some thought.
1: Yeah. So first off, I'll take this one. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Hate it. Bumping uglies. Ugh.
0: Ugh. Ugh just makes sex sound so gross.
1: Yeah, and ugly. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Right. Because like, it's not my favorite either.
0: No, vagina. My vagina is not ugly. For the record, so there.
1: There you
0: go. Uh, <laughs> this one we can thank our good friend EZE for, which is giving up the nappy dugout.
1: <laughs> the nappy dugout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's so great.
1: <laughs> God, uh, the William Shakespeare of our time. Honestly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I had a lot of fun oh, researching family. this by the way. <laughs>
1: I bet you did. <laughs> I like this one, the uh the hot beef injection.
0: Right. I mean it sounds a little <laughs> clinical, but also funny. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very Chicago.
1: Yeah. <laughs> We're a fan of our beef up there.
0: Oh yeah. Um pants off dance off is also one of my favorites. <laughs>
1: the
0: pants off dance off.
1: As- also like the no pants dance. Yeah. With that, yeah, that's a good one
0: for sure. I think actually, somebody I used to date, Aaron. I think he listens to the show. I will, I will give Aaron the credit for doing the well for yes, doing pants up, dance up, (laughs) but also for like (laughs) providing me with that particular euphemism. I think that's the first person I ever heard it from.
1: Gotcha. Well, shouts to shout
0: out to Aaron. Yeah, Air Force Aaron. (laughs) Air Force (laughs) Aaron. Back in (laughs) Champaign, Illinois.
1: See this one's weird. I'm not a fan of this one. Putting ranch dressing in the Hidden Valley.
0: Gross. First of all, ranch dressing is disgusting.
1: Second of all, like uh Unless Hidden Valley means... wants to
0: sponsor the show, in which case <laughs> we will take that back immediately. <laughs> right. We rescind.
1: Right. Also, like that means coming in her. Don't come in, people.
0: Ugh. That's
1: how babies are made.
0: Yikes, I didn't think about it that way. Putting ranch dress, ranch dressing on her hidden valley. Maybe, maybe.
1: There, see, yeah, that makes there I like go. that much better.
0: Yeah, and is a little. Ugh.
1: You change one letter, and I, I changed my whole mind.
0: Yeah. See, I mean, yeah. Also, just yeah, don't use that one ever again. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of food, uh, right? <laughs> riding the baloney pony.
1: I do like that one.
0: That's like one of the first sexual euphemisms I ever heard. Probably, like that one's pretty fifth grade for me.
1: Well, it's pretty cool because it's like baloti and, P- and Pony rhyme. They don't look like they should. but
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, they definitely don't look like they should. Sorry, I Brian, I accidentally that. FaceTiming you because I dropped oh, my phone. What happened? Okay. Never mind, it's good. We're good. All right. Keep going.
1: So, yeah, the next one to stick with deli meats is playing hide the salami. <laughs> These
0: are all about food. Uh, but also about like one is funny. I love playing hide the salami, both actually and also the term. <laughs> it makes me giggle i,
1: I do like salami right like the actual deli meat not the euphemism
0: yeah of,
1: of penis yeah. i don't like penis that's what i'm trying to say
0: right way to back that a lot of that one right <laughs> right okay this one is i am gonna go on record all time number one favorite i laughed laugh for about five <laughs> minutes straight when i read it and um there are so many reasons for that. It is. Taking grandma to Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because we have so much hysterical history with the bees. Right. And taking grandma there just makes it even funnier. <laughs> oh my god. The bees. Like the bees
1: will always be the place where, like, you don't want to pay twenty dollars for food.
0: Right. But you
1: w- but you would like to pay a dollar for a drink, yes, and you can just get smashed there. Nobody fucking cares because right. it's Applebee's,
0: <laughs> and you can hundred percent just like make fun of everyone around you. And oh, I oh, mean, yeah. it's one of the places There's you some, can go where you are like, I am the best person here for sure. Like,
1: right? There are some quality people watching going on at the bees
0: for sure for for a, a reasonable price.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, and you can get trashed in the meantime. Mm-hmm. All wins. Let's see. Next is the uh, the good old Netflix, Netflix and chill. Yeah. Um, or more recently, quarantine and
0: chill. Oh,
1: bummer! Right. We had to, bring, had to bring that up.
0: I mean, I had to just because it's like you know the probably the most recent euphemism that's been created.
1: We live in the times; it's topical. I understand.
0: Yeah, I'm also <clears throat> running out of shit again. to watch on next Netflix. By the way, <laughs> right?
1: You're gonna need one. I make- have been watching Ozark. Did, have you watched Ozark? I did. Yeah. I,
0: Ryan. I'm like
1: I, in the middle of season two.
0: Bruh. Darlene? Don't tell me. Oh, my God.
1: I have a feeling in the, in the third season, she just fucking takes over. I don't um, want to hear it, though. No, I, I mean... It. Uh, it's okay. Like,
0: okay. Uh, have you, you haven't gotten to the gross thing about Darlene yet, have you? No, I don't think so. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I will just... Uh, I would maybe have a bag handy... Okay. As you make your way through, just to you know, like a you know, like how airplanes have like a little bag in the (laughs)
1: right
0: pocket in front of it.
1: Yeah, just have it ready. (laughs)
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay. But and then also massive fucking cliffhanger. I'm like, if they make me wait another (sighs) two years to find out what fucking happens, I'm going to write a very angry letter to Jason Bateman.
1: I hate when that happens, like another, well, maybe it's not another Jason Bateman, but um, what was The Stranger?
0: Oh, The Outsider?
1: The Outsider, yeah. he was Yeah, in that for was the Jason Bateman. Two episodes or so. Oh. I don't know if I've ever um, expressed my distaste for Jason Bateman on the show before. Uh,
0: I don't think you have. Well, I don't know if you have or not, but we've had this conversation several times <laughs> about how I love Jason Bateman, like jason bateman was like the first boy that i ever thought was so hot like back on the hogan family okay like jason bateman was like i would like oh my god he's so cute like that was like how like jason bateman is the reason i knew i was into boys like for sure
1: oh gotcha okay
0: yeah and then you have a specific hatred for jason bateman
1: you know i mean i i I wouldn't say hatred like i i still like to watch the shows that he's in and he's a very good director I appreciate everything he does, but he while I was in Iraq, yeah, while I was in Iraq, I did have a dream of him and my wife. Like I came home from Iraq, and there were pictures of like him hugging my wife from behind on my fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so Brian hates me, a- man, because he <laughs> he thinks he's, he was the reason that his marriage broke up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I
1: was watching a lot of Arrested Development at the time.
0: Ah, uh, see, there you go.
1: He seems like he seems like the kind of guy that could swoop in and take your wife. Like it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I mean, if anyone's got a line on that, let him know that he could get it. (laughs) And I'm telling you, like Ozark Jason Bateman looks way rougher than like Arrested Development Jason Bateman, but Ozark Jason Bateman could still get it. Sure. Yeah, he's hot. Anyway uh anyway. <laughs> <laughs> here's a great segue oh yeah that was a, that was a good one
1: <laughs> yeah here's a good one into uh,
0: oh speaking of uh your wife <laughs> cheating on you with jason bateman it may be because the next one where you it's called disappoint the wife, <laughs> <Disappointing> the wife. <laughs> i'm gonna go disappoint the wife <laughs> the wife's like ha <laughs> 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 uh, that's not even a joke that's just actually uh, gonna happen right Or she might be disappointed because you're not Jason Bateman. Could be. Mm.
1: (laughs) Both very plausible. Yes. Let's see the next one. Uh, Taking a trip to (laughs) Poundtown.
0: This makes me think of Anchor Man, where they're like, Take me to Poundtown. It was like a cartoon, like rainbow. They're
1: riding in unicorns.
0: Do me. There's a rainbow. Do me on it. (laughs) That was good (laughs) fun. Oh, man, my neighbors are trying to be on the podcast right now.
1: Oh, uh, they, They're definitely on the podcast. Can you hear we're them? They... Yeah.
0: Jesus, please. Settle down out there. Anyway. Mm. oh, I'm glad I got this one. I know. That worked out really well. Now we're on to the last three are straight-up nerd territory. All right. And since I am only into one nerdy thing, <laughs> <laughs> I will take... Uh, the Harry Potter reference of Slytherin' her Hufflepuff.
1: That's no, a good one.
0: That is a good one.
1: That is a good one.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: can't do that with, like, Slytherin' her Ravenclaw.
0: Although, when I went on uh, Halloween, just this last year, I went to the Ava Brothers concert with my friend Jeff. And because mm-hmm. uh, it was Halloween, well, Jeff, his wife, and their kids, and... um. So I was dressed up as a Slytherin because I'd gone to work that day like that. And it was Halloween and we're going to a concert. So, yes, I stayed like that. Uh, So I like we're waiting to get out of the parking lot. I'm standing out there smoking a cigarette. And like these people that were like in line to get out in front of us just like roll down the windows. He starts talking to me. And then Jeff, like after like two or three minutes of this, Jeff rolls on the window and goes, quit trying to Slytherin her Gryffindor. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, good one. Good one. So yeah, Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. both work.
1: For sure. Continuing on the nerd shit. (laughs) Releasing the Kraken.
0: (laughs) I mean... I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Do you want to explain what a Kraken is and what reference that is for anyone who doesn't know?
1: It's just like a big um, squid octopus monster type thing. From what? Um... Isn't it from, um, let's see. It's from, like, uh, the, 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 uh, you know, the, 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 uh, the Greek stuff, isn't it?
0: I don't know. I don't know, nerd shit. Yeah. Harry uh, I think. Only nerd thing.
1: Yeah, I think also maybe it was in, Release the Kraken was in, um, fucking Titans movie or something. Yeah, like, you, you know. Um, I'm
0: gonna Google it real quick.
1: Yeah, Hercules and Zeus and, shit like that
0: oh clash of the titans release the kraken
1: yeah what is what are those called like um god damn it
0: it's clash of the titans
1: yeah but what what is all that called like um
0: mythology, mythology?
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: okay hmm. well i guess it's not totally nerd shit i thought it was way more nerdy than it was
1: it's pretty fucking nerdy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, and speaking of which, we have one more nerd one, which is opening the gates of Mordor.
1: Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Like, yes. Yeah.
0: Which makes her pussy sound evil, but that's fine.
1: I mean, it can be true, though.
0: Mm, yeah. Some girls some, are bitchy.
1: Some, Yeah. Some vagina is pretty, uh, pretty evil.
0: I can think of one right now. <laughs> hmm. That gave me trouble this week. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I she's from Mordor. Yeah, her. She's the, her pussy is the gaze of Mordor.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: You don't want to go in there. No. <laughs> anyway.
1: <laughs> no, anyway. <laughs> so that was euphemisms for sex. I mean, that was kind of yeah. fun.
0: Yeah, fun. Yeah, like. And if you have any fun ones to share, definitely put it on our Facebook. Oh, yeah. Email us because we love those. Yeah, we'll, They're a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, we'll bring it up on the next episode. We'll we'll tell uh, your euphemisms We'll give you a
0: little shout out. How's that?
1: For sure.
0: Yeah. So we have a new segment for you guys too.
1: <laughs> We're yeah, we do. Very
0: excited to release this. We have been wanting to try to do some sort of like a segment. And, you know, now that we have more time on our hands, <laughs> we've decided. Actually, <laughs> right. this came from me being so fucking bored out of my skull the other night that I was just sitting at home and I was drinking and I'm swiping through Tinder and I'm literally sending Brian every ridiculous profile that I could see with like captions. <laughs> right. And, um, like, for instance, one guy that had, like, an extremely long face. And I was like, why the long face? (laughs) And I just couldn't stop because it was so hilarious. So we figured that we should share with you Beth and Brian's WTF Profile of the Week.
1: Absolutely. Because
0: we know you're all out there experiencing this as well. And uh, it can either make you feel less alone or at least give you something to laugh about if you are one of our happily coupled up Frank or Beanies. So, Brian, do you want to go first or would you like me to go first?
1: Um, Let's see. I'll let you go first.
0: Okay. Mine is... It was very hard to decide because there were so many... But this was just like a level of confusion that, well, I will give him points for knowing exactly what he wants in a woman. We'll put it that way. But this is Sid, S-I-D. He's 36. He works at Good Earth Natural Foods, which is 25 miles away, presumably Asheville, North Carolina. Now, Sid's picture, he is wearing... um, Oh, onesie pajamas, seemingly okay. with some sort of sock monkey feet. He has long hair and uh, like a like a page boy cap, I guess you could call it. And he is drawing sidewalk chalk. And, um, well, his profile says these are his interests. So, ladies, this has to at least be one of you out there. Or... Maybe he's not talking about people at all and he's just sharing what he's into with people. Either way, it is very oddly specific. So here goes. Sid's interests are bullhorns, straight lines, nutritional yeast, the multiverse, living in vehicles, confetti, the St. Louis gateway arch, idioms, ragtime, sticks, Names of towns, large jars, hailstorms, magnets, dolphins, inside protein, egg shakers, urban foot trails, bicycles, handmade soaps, spare parts, trains, tree houses, mother-in-law suites, tabletops, and truffle oil. Stop. So, ladies, <laughs> if you are into any of those 700 things, you love me know. If you're into
1: names of towns.
0: I mean, What? Also, the St. Louis Gateway Arch. No. <sighs> I don't know what no. the multiverse is or what nutritional yeast is. There's just so much to unpack here.
1: Yeah. Uh, no.
0: Yeah. What is an egg wow. shaker, too? I don't know. I don't know. I don't need to know. But at least he knows what he wants, what he, he- likes. <sighs>
1: Clearly, mm-hmm. clearly.
0: So I will give him credit for uh, doing better than the guys that just leave it blank.
1: Fair. but it is, No, that is a good point. It
0: is still my what the fuck profile of the week.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> a good what the fuck profile. Thank you. Um, also, in addition to why we're doing this, we did an episode on getting your profile right. Yes. And we named like... The top 10 do's and the top 10 oh, don'ts and Oh, it was like whatever. an
0: hour and a half episode of, like, shit that we just see constantly. Right. Sorry, it's raining. I gotta shut my windows. Otherwise, it's gonna be way too loud in here. No, you're
1: good. Okay.
0: But, yeah, go ahead, Greg.
1: So, um, let's see this the reason why i brought up the episode is because this was one of our our pet peeves and women don't write profiles for some reason what there are there are so many women out there that do not have profiles they don't write Um, anything don't write anything there's a lot
0: of dudes that do that too and i immediately swipe left
1: okay if you can't be bothered Um,
0: to write anything fuck you
1: yeah but, you know, during our episode, we did talk about, like, we do know how Tinder works. Yeah. And the obvious. So, I'm going to keep mine real nice and short. This is Mary. Okay. She is 34 years old. Okay. Um, let's see. She's 48 miles away, which, you know, in Kansas City, that's too far. Yeah. Her profile says, I'm super chill and looking for a friend first, then more if we vibe. I hate that. Done. That's it. That's it? That's it that's her profile and it's like we know this is how dating works yes of course friends first and yeah obviously if you vibe more comes after that
0: hello yeah um it's called also the vague
1: like also the vague like i'm super chill
0: i'm super chill like okay i'm super
1: chill Hmm,
0: it's just so lazy why read anything at all at that point
1: right friends first and more if we vibe
0: yeah you know like dating like dating <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like like the reason that you're on fucking tinder in the first place uh, yeah
0: oh mm. my god what the fuck
1: yeah no doubt that is the wtf profile of the week wow <laughs> if you guys would like to send us your
0: please
1: what the fuck profile of the week podcast at com. yeah
0: that'd be awesome you can get in that our facebook be. dms whatever you want to do
1: absolutely share with us let us know
0: hell yeah we want to see him. Cool, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hopefully, if we keep doing this enough, we'll just prevent people from doing this shit.
1: You know, we're at least putting some time and effort into their shit. And when I see that, it's like, this is somebody who is relying on their looks and, and their pictures. Mm-hmm. They don't want to tell you anything about them. They just want you to swipe because they're they're good looking.
0: Well, and I mean, so
1: lazy, which is
0: lazy, but at least it's better than the like bikini clad. Like, I'm here to oh, find uh we'll Yeah, I'm here to find <laughs> we'll, a we'll get... a real man who like a oh, serious relationship. Yeah, but you're like bent over a car in a bikini. Like, shut up, bitch.
1: <laughs> like that is my huge, <sighs> my biggest pet peeve. Also, that real man. Like, I'm looking for something real. What the fuck does that mean?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Like, I'm sorry that you haven't figured out dating yet, and, like, you're not going to fall in love with somebody the first time you meet them. Stop expecting that.
0: Right. Or maybe, like, uh, stop, steer clear of the dudes with bedazzled jeans who, like, are club promoters for a living, Mary. Okay?
1: <laughs> right.
0: Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Ugh man. Well, that... Or I'm sick of, oh, sick
1: of playing games. That's my other pet peeve.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I love games, I love- Sims 4 at the moment.
0: <laughs> like, I like to have fun, adventure, and travel. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I like food I like so and drinking.
0: Food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like things that sustain my life.
0: Uh, yeah, no shit. It's called science, so we're all on board <laughs> with staying alive. Which Yeah is usually eating food. Okay. Anyway, that was our anyway. new segment that we just are looking forward to having a lot of fun with. So absolutely. Brian, do you have any shout outs for the week?
1: Um I don't think that I do.
0: Okay. Well I do. Um I have the pleasure of doing another friend's podcast this week. Uh, it is my friend comedian John Wesling. And you may remember John Wesling from Last Comic Standing. He was also, uh, did a sports cast for ESPN. So he's a very, very funny guy and um, just amazing. He has a new podcast called After Later. And uh, you can find it on any old doggone platform. I listen to it on Spotify. After Later with John Wesling. So that's J-O-H-N-W-E-S-S-L-I-N-G uh john and i had the pleasure of working together at the grove he headlined one night um in uh, replacement for someone else which i'm ended up being you ended up being friends with that guy it was uh jeff richards oh yeah. yeah so when jeff richards super cool guy yeah jeff richards couldn't show up so john was his replacement and i am just so glad that happened because he has been such a swell friend To have ever since then. And a very funny guy. So, oh, he also has an album out on Spotify, too. Um, Let me look it up really quick. That's cool. Yeah. Um, John Wesley. Here we go. Uh, It's called Warm at First. It is his stand-up album on Spotify. So... Definitely listen to that. It's very, very funny. And he is just a super good dude. So listen to uh, his album Warm It first and then his podcast After Later. And you can hear him and I discuss. uh, Actually, we talked a lot about um, the housing crisis during all of this. And Mm -hmm. um, rent and concerns about housing insecurity. And I offer a lot of good advice from a property management professional about What your rights are, what you should and shouldn't be worried about, and all of that good stuff. So, um, but then, yeah, we also have some fun and laughs too. So it's a really good, fun, exciting podcast. So awesome. Yeah. So check. And
1: you've had how many years in the uh, property management industry? 16. So, subject matter expert for sure.
0: Yes. Yeah. I would say that I definitely know more than most people.
1: Well, right on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason that's funny, audience. Anyway, we won't get into it. We won't bore you with the details. We will just say, take care, you little friends. Oh, wait. Uh, oh. Uh, let, let's do a euphemism. Um, oh. Uh, fuck off, you little friends me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was yours? I said "fuck off, you little French but I didn't mean that. Oh. I mean, um, <laughs> I I hope you I hope you fuck somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Right. I don't know. That was so stupid. Ryan, just save me.
1: Uh, yeah. Um. How about you uh, ride below the crupper, you little French right. babies? All right. <laughs> <laughs>